impact that they have because their sound went forth by their innovation and their invention of, of, of new things. They were creating a new thing. Hello, folks. I am here with John Mark Talbot. Now, I'm excited to be doing this interview because he's my friend. He's a very good friend of mine. I've known him for years. And Aww. I also wanted to talk about like his creative process and him moving abroad along with that. And one thing I can say about John Mark is that he's a very committed person. I've seen that over the years, he's committed to his craft and to his creativity. And he's committed to the people around him because we've been friends for such a long time. And I've seen that when he's there for you, he's there for you. So yeah, let's get into it. Hi, John Mark. Hi guys. Hello, hello. Um, thank you, April, for having me on here. Um, it really is a pleasure. And thank you so much for those kind words. I don't even think I deserve half of what you've said. Uh, I'm but- definitely me uh, thank you very much and best believe i i confirm everything she said you know we've been friends for years and i've seen so many different sides to april i've seen her growth as well and you know just as she said you know i try my best to be there for the people that i really i really care for and i'm more than happy to share my story i'm more than happy to share the journey that i've been on my name is john mark and um I, I have a stage name called, and it's John Stefan, which I interpret to mean crowned grace, which is the actual meaning of my name. The Stefan means crowned and the John represents the grace. I'm located in, currently living in the UK. As she said, you know, I moved to the UK um, nearly four years ago, but I'm living in London now. I am originally from Jamaica, born and raised for 28 years. So as you can see, we are people from Jamdown, Island people. Jamdown. Yes, yes, that are now abroad and just getting it, well, trying to get it because there's a process and we'll be talking about that today that no matter yeah. what your dreams are, right? You have to put in the work and we're going to be talking Absolutely. about that today. So why yeah. did you move to the UK? Why did I move to the UK? That is a very good question because I didn't want to come to the UK. <laughs> yeah. Um, I originally didn't, I never imagined that I would ever be in the UK anyway. You know, um, but we thank God for growth. <laughs> you know, and as one thing I know about Jamaicans is that we adapt to changes very well. Yes. You know, so um, why did I move to the UK? Really and truly, I was not working in Jamaica for a while. And um, it was suggested to me to try opportunities in other places. Uh, at the time, my mind was kind of limited. You know, it's, 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 a, it's about getting a nine to five in Jamaica and making money so that I can make ends meet. Um, but the other side of me, the creative, could never even get myself to get to that point. So it was quite a struggle for me in Jamaica for a while and it was suggested to come to the UK and um, yeah, literally God just just like that and here I am. Yeah, awesome. What I'm getting here is that you decided to try, it was suggested to you that you decided to try this move in order to be able to have more opportunities as a creator. Right, right. right? Yeah. 
one thing I I know for sure now is that we take our land for granted. Like when you reach abroad, you realize there's nowhere really no better than God. Like oh my gosh, John Mark. <laughs> like for real, for real. Yeah, I yeah, for not. real. I've that said this already. Uh-huh. It's real for people who are not living in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. I've said this already that I've come to love Jamaica more being abroad mm-hmm. than in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you just yep. realize that there are some things that you took for granted, as you rightly said, that okay. you don't have right now. And you're like, I miss it yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, it would make you go good Aki and surface. I mean, you don't get it quite like in Jamaica. Uh, and when you're ready for your breadfruit, mm. <laughs> listen, don't get me started, you know. <laughs> Do not. But anyway, sorry, continue. No, 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 it's all right. Um, and even uh, just like um, the people, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the resources that we don't realize that we have there. We're just, yeah. we don't, that we don't have here. We're just like, we could be using it more than we need. Yeah. And, and of, one of, final thing I will mention is that there are principles that we are taught in Jamaica that you realize how valuable they are now yeah. when you knock around that, that environment. Yes. So, yeah. So true. Oh gosh. It's so true. Because it's just normal yeah. to you. It's everywhere. But when you come here or you, you go to the country that you're living in and you realize, oh, it's different. The principles aren't the same. But you know that your principles are right. You know your principles yeah. are correct. Yeah. So yeah. you appreciate them more. You appreciate how you were raised. When it comes to a creative, what is it like being a creative in the UK? I'll answer it this way. Mm-hmm. Being a creative in the UK is literally a journey. Yeah. It's a journey of um, discovering yourself and it's a journey of learning who you really are as it is with a creative anywhere else. But then what happens is that the dynamics of being a creative outside of your homeland, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you begin to realize that you kind of have to really make sure you know who you really are. Because what happens is that your environment will begin to teach you and tell you who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. yeah. and then everybody around you is, is is doing another thing and so you begin to stick out like a sore, a sore thumb mm-hmm. you really stick out and so it becomes obvious that oh you're a yard man so you smoke weed and you do drugs and you you know all of this stuff and i'm like no 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 i might be a jamaican mm-hmm. i might like reggae yeah. but that's not who i am yeah. And it's not how a lot of us are. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, quite honest, that's mm-hmm. a reality that I had to tell a lot of people in the UK. Like, mm-hmm. y'all smoke a lot more than Jamaicans themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, we don't live our lives in huts and, and smoking, cutting, cutting bad words the whole time. And for the people who are wondering what bad word it is, I'll, I'll leave that one, you know? Yeah. If a Jamaican is teaching you a word, try and ask them what the word means before you begin repeating it everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Yes. You know, but um, yeah, as I was saying, we don't walk around, you know, singing Bob Marley only all day, every day, smoking and swinging dress. Not because I have dread mean I'm, I'm one of them. Like, you know? Yeah. But being a creative in, in the UK really has taught me to, to define myself, define who I am, and be very sure about it. Mm-hmm. 
even when I get into creative environment and stuff like that. Even though it may not be specific to the UK, it's specific to any creative that that come out of their environment you have to define who you are because if you don't then you're going to take the definition of what people tell you right and you and don't even want and that. even in jamaica as well you know because huh. people in jamaica will there are people in jamaica who want to expand themselves as a creative but yep. they're, they're 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 um controlled and refined by only the jamaican culture and so they can't really expand how they want to. Like one of my best friends um, from college days, she's not a reggae artist, mm-hmm. but everybody's expecting her to do reggae. And so it has been difficult for her to really define who she is. I'm glad that she had already known who she was. So when she does her music, you know, her audience already connects with her, you know. Um, but there are very few people like that who are able to expand beyond the, the stereotype of you're a Jamaican so you do reggae. See, um, I wanted to ask you this question and I think we it's a good time to ask it. Do you mm-hmm. think that there are limitations in Jamaica when it comes to being a creative? You know, honestly? Oh, there are a lot. Woo! Like, we're going to be on here for a while if I were to lift that out. Like, proper, proper. <laughs> we're going to be on here for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just try my best to go over a few of them. Um, there are a lot of limitations. Like I mentioned one before a while ago where everybody is expecting you to do reggae, you know, um, as a musician. If you're a musician, you're expected to do reggae. You don't really um, get very far if you're not doing reggae in terms of audience. In terms of jobs, yeah, Jamaicans don't consider music to be a job. That's true. That's, that's a sad reality. Mm-hmm. Jamaicans do not consider music to be a job and if they do consider it to be a job it's not a steady job yeah. and so they're expecting when are you going to be making some real money and music is done on the side right yeah. um and that also goes with um dancers and artists and stuff of course i'm not talking about the few who have actually managed to break outside of it you know we there are well-paid established musicians in jamaica mm-hmm. there are well-paid established artists and dancers who are making a living from their craft full time. Mm-hmm. I, I know that, and that is true. But I'm not talking about that demographic right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Because even those guys are limited um, because they don't get that many shows in Jamaica anyway. Okay. The ones who really make them their living, you know, um, and the ones who make their living in Jamaica, they're still limited in terms of the, the resources that they have, the, the the content that they put forward, they're still limited in um, just their audience, their, their reach, you know? So even then, even when you are fully established as an artist, you, you, there are still limitations even on you. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. There are so much more, but I'll leave it at that for now. That actually saddens me. And you know why? Yeah. Just as you said, um, Jamaicans are able to adapt to different situations. We're also very creative. I mean, that's a part of our nature you know no matter who we are we're very creative yet because of the limitations of the mindset a lot of people that would like to make that into a career you know it's hard Mm -hmm. for them and it was hard for you as well right it has been hard for me because um i'm not one of those well i don't consider myself to be one of those that people would see as top level musicians 
you know um i've learned to accept my craft and i've learned to accept who i am but there was a period where i was very insecure about even my own craft again you have to begin to understand who you are and be confident in your own craft and the example that i will use and this is the example i always use when i talk to people about when it comes to your craft as a creative is that you cannot compare beyonce and Corinne bailey ray right <laughs> for the people who 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 who's wondering who's Corinne bailey ray she's the one that sings just like a step and that that is Corinne bailey ray okay right mm-hmm. two completely different voices you cannot compare them however they are both successful artists in their own area in their own community in, and they have their different their individual audiences you can't compare them beyonce is a performer Corinne bailey ray comes across to me more like a jazz singer sort of thing yeah um so you know you just have to kind of know your audience and know how to work what you have until you become um established in your field and people will begin to accept you for your for the field that you're in so yeah you just have to kind of really understand the difference that is it yeah yeah and um it also reminds me of just having as you said your audience because if you know who you'd like to reach there are people that enjoy Beyonce and different people that enjoy Kareem so knowing yourself you're not going to compromise because you know that whatever talent you have whatever your strongest in then you can actually reach people who appreciate that but it's actually trying to get your craft together trying to you know get excellence in what you're doing yeah. what do you hope you know as we were talking about you know, knowing your craft and knowing yourself what do you mm-hmm. hope to achieve in the future and how do you aspire to impact people using your craft <laughs> this, is, this is the part where I kind of start to like to answer these questions. Okay. Um, because I've become more confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, God has really brought me a long way in that area. Yeah. Um, but in terms of what I hope to accomplish is really that my audience will begin to feel accepted. Not that I am accepted. That my audience will begin to feel accepted through my music. And what do I mean by that? I really believe that there's a strong um calling on my life to heal people mm-hmm. who are broken. Mm-hmm. Um and and we hear that a lot to be honest. We hear that a lot, mm-hmm. but I really believe that um there's a certain level of feeling that comes out of my music because of how vulnerable I make myself in my music. You know, um and I think through that vulnerability people will begin to see themselves and relate to it and be able to find a solution and find a hope that is in Christ who has come for us you know so really and truly that is my aim that is my goal and so not only to give people hope in Christ but also to help other young creatives to find um find the confidence in becoming the creative that they're meant to be so that's another goal so apart from the christian side of me there's the other side of me where i hope to really bring other young creatives to to begin to appreciate what they have and to understand individuality and understand that they are they are unique and they have a voice 
and they can get a platform regardless of resources or, or lack of resources you know um and so what it is my aim to get to a place where i can help other people who who can get what i never had yeah oh gosh so good yeah you're paving the way for other people so you can at least help to make their path easier because you know what it was like you know the hardships you know the obstacles mm-hmm. yeah and um i want to ask what is it like being a committed christian creative because that's another dynamic <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, you know what's funny? I'll start with this little um, thing. It actually happened to me just yesterday. Um, you know, obviously when this comes out, it might be a bit more delayed in time. But what happened to me just yesterday, I was at um, a session, a songwriting session um, that I had signed up for with a record company. What what would happen is that they, they just put a, a bunch of random people in a room and tell, tell us to write a song. Yesterday in particular, now I've never had a problem with being in a room of other people, non-Christians and, you know, mm-hmm. but yesterday in particular, I was put in a room with three other rappers. Mm. And should I say three other, yeah, three other rappers. I'll leave it like that. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> I'll leave it like that. Um, they are clearly non-Christian because as I went in, they immediately started talking about, oh yeah, we're going to rap about girls, or we're going to rap about, you know, I, I, I have, I only have girl bars right now. That's what they call it, girl bars. Girl bars. You know. Uh, okay. Girl bars. You know, they only have bars about girls. Bars about. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Creative stuff. Yeah, that's the rapper's term. That's a rapper's term. You know, we have bars. You know, rhymes and stuff like that. Oh. Okay. That's the, yeah, rhymes and stuff. So they only have bars about girls. They only have girl bars. You know, one of them in particular, they, they only rap about, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> you know? Um, and I had to find a very subtle way to kind of shut down that idea. Yeah. You know? Um, they, they played one particular track and I, I said to them, you know, this track kind of sounds like a take you down sort of track. You know, like Chris Brown, take you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm being open about it. I know these things. I, I used to I used to listen to secular songs, you know. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, I mean, I still do listen to secular songs, but that's another story altogether. Um, I'm a musician. That's what I do, mm-hmm. you know. But I was like, yeah, this kind of sounds like a take you down track. So what I had to do now uh-huh. I literally, in my head, I'm like, I'm not using this track then. So clearly we know where this is going. So I took another track and I said, this one sounds good. I, and everybody in the room was saying they like it. And immediately they started talking about what girl they're going to rap about. And what I had to do was that I'm like, no, instead of rapping about a girl, this track sounds like a track that Tupac would be on. This is something that they can relate to. Yeah. You know? I said, this sounds like a track that Tupac could be on. And you know, Tupac normally raps about, you know, awareness and consciousness and stuff like that. Maybe we could do that, you know, because that's the vibe I'm feeling from this track. You know, I had to kind of change. And there's something in the Bible that says, let your light shine before men. Yes. That they may see your good works and glorify God in heaven. No, it's not always about going preaching Jesus to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about letting them see the fruit inside of you. By your fruit you shall know them you know it's about letting them see what is inside of you and so after a while they began to 
they, they began to shift how they viewed me mm-hmm. because even when the directors came into the room to ask us how we were doing um they were asking questions about the song and i realized their languages started to change oh, because now awesome. they're they were starting to talk about um you know rapping about encouraging and uplifting and all of that stuff and they were talking about it and somebody asked what about your audience what audience would you would you think the song would be about and they started talking about audiences like teenagers and stuff mm-hmm. and they said oh yeah because we're not really saying anything that is like too too bad for the young kids to listen to and so i realized that it began to affect how they approach a situation you know they began to see more than what they are used to mm-hmm. and up to this point i have not said jesus in that room wow. oh my gosh so proud of you that's actually so amazing because you influence them yeah. you literally open up their mind because open-mindedness isn't just about i don't know like when we say open-mindedness i know that we think about like accepting um everybody and yes definitely loving everybody but it also means opening up your mind to different you know aspects different related topics just as they said they they were think just as you said i mean they were thinking about other things they could talk about awareness being positive and we mm-hmm. need that we actually need yeah. that in society yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. especially with the times that we're in now oh, yes. if you if you trust me man everything around you can be so negatively impacting and if you don't have what we ha- what we as Christians believe to be a sound mind if you don't have a sound mind you're going to get carried away and you have to kind of learn how to how to put that grace and extend that grace to others so that they can begin to see peace in you mm-hmm. and begin to desire that peace that is in you and that is where you begin to minister to them even without having to say you know of course there has to be a point where you have to kind of tell them and share the gospel with them and say like listen it is jesus it is jesus who brings you this peace that you see right. in me yes you know it is not me that gives you it's not, not this inner peace it is not this universe aligning so to say <laughs> it is not it is jesus yeah you know and of course we have to get to that point but it's not one thing about my personal belief it's not that you're going to have to get up and they immediately say oh jesus loves you and you need to give your life to him and all else no no no. it's not about that it's mm-hmm. about living the life yes for some people you are the only bible they may be ever read in life so if the word is not in your heart mm-hmm. if you are not living that word there are some people who will never see jesus yeah so it's about how you live and how you show them the love that God has given to you when people see that when people see that they will begin to be like what is it why is it that this guy is so different yes you know why is it that this guy is so different what is it about him what is it about him and then when you begin to answer that question you know what is what is it about me it's not me it's Jesus who lives in me it's the holy spirit that lives in me that's when you begin to extend um the the the, the ministry of the gospel that's when you begin to extend the ministry of 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 God's love and his mercies towards us and towards them that they have a hope that they have a future that there is there is um there is a way for them to begin to experience true freedom which is in Christ 
but you, you know you have to kind of reach it to them and it's again it is not you who brings them to christ it is through the holy spirit and so you have to kind of avail yourself to how the holy spirit can use you in a particular situation we are transformed by the renewing of our minds so we have to start by getting into their minds and then we can get to their hearts because once their mind is changed their heart is is able to follow eventually and that is where god comes in yeah, anyway, I'm not going to be preaching on, on no, the I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's so relatable because that's what um, creative Christians need to know. If you don't already, or just to encourage, I yep. should say. Because mm-hmm. like you are influencing those around you. That's what creativity does. Like whatever expression yep. you have, it Absolutely. impacts people. So if you're yep. coming from a place of being a Christian, of being grounded in God, then that mm-hmm. influence will come out and impact people and you're needed yeah. creative christians you are needed so very much need needed use your caps somebody shared with me once where um and i never forgot this they said that the world is in need of the gospel especially mm-hmm. in this day the yeah. world is in need of the gospel we're in a time where nobody is sure about what is true anymore mm-hmm. And so the world is in need. So it is time for us as Christians to rise up and take the place that fill the gap that is now pulling. Like there's a gap in everybody's heart and minds right now, and they are desperately searching for an answer. We know as Christians that we have the answer, right? We are in a creative world right now. We're in a creative time, and so we as Christians need to think of creative ways to fill that gap, right? Yes. Yeah, this, this is where we have a job. We have a job as mm-hmm. Christians to yes. fill this gap creatively. So, yeah. Yeah, as you, yeah, as you said, we there's another word like it's um required, I guess, or just to mm. describe it. Just know that you are needed. Feel that yes. responsibility, and yes. you know you do it to the best of your ability. And um, absolutely. Yeah, if you're going to impact, um, I so John Mark does interviews sometimes. So just to give a preface to this, he does interviews, right? And um, I watched one of them, and someone said something very deep about even if it's just for the one person, mm, and you yeah. use your talent because you never know if that one person can yeah. go and reach many because of your impact. Mm-hmm. You know, and then mm-hmm. the person talk about um, Jesus talking to just a Samaritan woman. He didn't go to the town first. He spoke to first a Samaritan woman and One then woman. evangelized and then she brought people to him. So yeah. if it's just one person, it is important. That was, that was my favorite interview from the whole series, to be honest. Uh-huh. Trust me, man. That one, listen, man. It, as you rightly said, listen, Jesus spoke to one person. Mm-hmm. That one person was the one was the one that brought the town to Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, we need to understand that our job, we don't need to put ourselves out there to try and change the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to understand that who we are, we influence the the people that we have right now. Because what will happen is that the word will go out, and the seed will be planted. And then, as the Bible says, one man plant the seed, another man water it, right? In other words, do what you have to do. The Lord will do the rest, probably through somebody else, or he will do it directly. But either way, 
make sure that your job is done, at least you plant the seed. Yeah. Or if you see a seed planted in someone, at least you watered it. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone else might harvest it, but at least you watered it. So that that person can manage to have a good fruit to harvest. Remember, you just have to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Do what you can in your space. Mm-hmm. Never downplay your impact. Yeah. Never downplay your impact. What you might think is an unsuccessful release of a song or, or an art piece, there might be one person who looks at it and be like, geez, I'm inspired to do something about it. Yeah. Nobody might have been changed, but one person was inspired. Mm-hmm. And then through that one person, everybody's like, oh my God. <laughs> they never knew that that one person got an inspiration from, from somebody who is not known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're looking at that one person and be like, oh, that one person got a thousand views and I only got one view. That one view you got was what brought the thousand views. Mm-hmm. Never forgot. Never forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What are some insights, insights, I should say, that you gained from moving abroad permanently? Um, open up your mind. The world is bigger than you think. Oh. Yes. That's, that's literally the big umbrella of anything else that I may say after this. The big <laughs> thing about it, that covers everything. Open uh-huh. up your mind. The world is bigger than you think. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right? There are so many things I've learned. Um, like I said to you before, I was very insecure before, and I never imagined myself coming to the UK. Mm-hmm. After I actually came to the UK, that was when my mind started breaking down. And um, I started to see things as possibilities instead of just writing them off as impossible. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I've been able to. There are certain things that I've been able to attempt now that I never in my life would have attempted if I stayed in Jamaica. I'm telling you that straight up. Yeah. Straight up. I never would. You you speak about me doing interviews. I never would have imagined myself doing an interview if I never came to the UK and saw that there are so many things that are possible if I just tried. Right? If I just tried, if I just did something, if I just put myself out there just once, Mm -hmm. you never know how much you actually can do. Right? Um, There are some people like we become so afraid that we don't even try it anymore. Yeah. We're afraid of failing that we don't even try. And you never know. Like, there's so many things. But anyway, yeah, the world is bigger than you can think. Yeah. So good. Yeah, so impactful. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're a creative who, you know that you have the talent, you know you have the gift, but you thought that it could only manifest in one way. But yet you just open up to the possibility of, oh, maybe I could do this. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. I could do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That is one of the things that drove me to try the interview, to be honest. Yes. Because my mind was set on only doing music. Mm-hmm. You know, but upon seeing how many possibilities are there and just kind of really paying attention to the few responses I've gotten, mm-hmm. like learn how to take um, encouragement and learn how to take criticism. Yeah. Right? And understand that there is more that you can do. Yeah. Okay, I might, I'm going to break a bit and say this one thing. Mm-hmm. Some, I heard somebody say, and they said, I think they said it to me as well. And I heard them say it um, in, I think, I think it was a, talking, a talk forum. But they said this one thing, your identity is not in your craft. Mm-hmm. 
Your craft is one side of who you are. Your identity is not in your craft. So for me, I began to see that. And I'm like, okay, so what are the possibilities that I can can even try? You know? Um, people always say, I have an energy. I have some sort of energy. I have some sort of personality. And you do. I never thought... I never thought I did. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. Because you're right? being you. You were being you. So, I mean, you probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was. there was a part of me that was just trying to cover up my fears as well. Okay. You know? So, I, I never imagined it to be a reality. Mm-hmm. Until when you begin to be confident in who you really are, you realize which personality is really you and what exactly makes you the person that people say you are and so you learn how to filter now the criticisms and the encouragement and you filter it and begin to take what is true me and be like ah cool if this is what people are saying and i know i have a desire to be a particular type of creative mm-hmm. if i if i really put myself out there to do this i wonder what the results would be yeah you never know until you try it mm-hmm. you never know so true i never imagined that this interview thing would would have worked out i almost never did it oh yeah and that's a story I that almost a never did it have. yeah that they almost never did something yet when they did it they didn't imagine the impact they would have on people just by you yeah. know there and being obedient and doing what you feel led to absolutely but you see once it's done once it's done and you look back you begin to, you begin to recognize that geez and imagine if i held myself back from this right i was able to grow because i did what i did right mm-hmm. i began to learn what it truly means to trust god even when something looks impossible Yeah. I never knew if my interview was going to work or not. But once I started the first episode and I didn't give up from the first episode, I went and I did a second episode. And by the time I went to how many episodes did I do? I don't even remember. I think I did about eight episodes um, mm-hmm. before I went to the season finale. And once I got to the eighth episode, by then there was a certain, even though the, the, the audience was very small, That's fine. Mm-hmm. There were certain people from that audience that were truly blessed from it. And every episode, there was a word for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a word that was out for creative and there's a word for me. Every episode. So yeah, it just really goes to show. You have to tr- make that step. Make that step. You know, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. You step back and say, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But then what do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> what do Let you have to lose? Know. Let them know. And um, if you are curious about what these interview shows are, we are going to link everything like John Mark's Instagram because the interviews are on his IGTV. We're going to yes, link um, anything that connects you back to John Mark if you'd like to connect yes. to him in the description box below. <laughs> right, right. And this, the interview is called Sound Up Your Art, by the way. Um, oh, you got a shirt. Is- wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Hello. Oh my God. Hello. Yes. We talk about stepping out, right? Uh -huh. This is it. So, this is called Sound of Your Art. As it rightly says, it, my intention for, for that um, interview series is really to help people to understand that every art has a sound. Every art form, whether you're a dancer, artist, musician, of course, the first season was focused mainly on the musical side of things. But as soon as season two opens up, you guys will begin to realize that there is so much more for art as an umbrella, as well as art as an art form. Right? Um, there, every art form that you involve yourself in, whether it be dance, drama, art, um, whether it be fine art, drawing, music, you know, whatever creative form you find yourself in, there is a sound that it puts out, right? Some people say in the atmosphere, some people say in the universe. Let me tell you something. The world was created on sound. Mm. This Big Bang thing, <laughs> let, listen, I'm going to try not to break, listen. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the world was created on sound. God spoke and it happened. Right? That is in itself is a sound. Amen. Your art. God created. Listen, understand it. God created by sound. The first introduction you have of God in the Bible is not God as a father, not God as a judge, not God as this supreme being. But the first thing, in the beginning, God created. And then we understand further down in the Bible that the same God that created the universe lives inside of us. He created us in his own image. In other words, we are made as creative. Yes. So even if you're in business, you're a creative because you have to find innovative ways to make money. Yeah, you do. Once you are innovative, you are a creative because everything you do has to have a creative element to it right and so whenever you are whenever you find yourself being creative there's a sound that is released into the atmosphere people respond to it that is how that is how bill gates and steve jobs had the impact that they have because their sound went forth by their innovation and their invention of of, of new things they were creating a new thing yeah and so the the point of this interview is to kind of help people, young creatives who may not have had all the, the resources like I didn't have, and to provide with them the encouragement to step out and understand what your sound is. What is your sound? What are you going to do to release your sound in a world that is crying out for the gospel of Christ? I'm going to stop myself because if, if I don't, I, I'm going to go in like... Oh. But I appreciate this. I appreciate this. I just hope that even if it's just someone, they just hear this and just get really inspired because there is so much within you. You were created by the creator of the universe in his image. So there in is creativeness image. in you. There's creation in you, if I can say that. Because, you know. Listen. <laughs> Listen. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Everything that you look upon the earth, everything you look at is a reflection of God's artwork. Every sunrise, every sunset, you look in the sky, that's God doing a brand new painting every day. 
every single day, twice a day, God will do a brand new painting for you to look at and enjoy. Think about it that way. Yeah. Go into the mountains and look upon the field and see the, how God utilizes the colors. If God can color every flower for you to enjoy it, why can't you just color something else? What are you coloring today? Yeah, what are you doing today? What are you coloring today? That is a theme. What are you coloring today? Oh, I love that. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. I use I cannot, it. Really. Hashtag. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. um, so, what is it that gives you your drive to pursue excellence in your field and continually? Because you've been doing this for years. Mm. Um... First of all, understanding that God is a God of excellence. Yes. Right? It is not the world that gives us excellence. God is the one that gives us excellence. Right? Once upon a time, back in the days, the world used to look to the church for anything that they wanted. The church used to set the tone by the music that they released. Right? That's the first thing that I would say that gives me the drive to do what I want to do excellently. God is a God of excellence. He created the world excellently right everything god created he said it was good in other words he approved in other words it was excellent yes right he is the excellent god mm -hmm. right and so if the excellent god lives inside of you if the excellent god has created you in his own image that means you are created excellently and you are created to do excellently whatever it is that you're doing <laughs> sorry you are created excellently and you are created to do excellently john mark you should write a book <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i've been told that pray for me as i um venture into that other unknown side of me i will <laughs> what are some projects that you're working on right now and how may we support you as I said, Jamaicans like to adapt. We turn with hand make fashion. Yes. Right? That's a Jamaican term. We, we use our hand and, and, and do whatever we can with our hands. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me right now, I'm, I'm currently producing um, a cover. Okay. So I'm trying to do a cover track. I tried to find the, the instrumental for the track online so that I could do the cover on my own. But I realized there was no instrumental. So I actually started producing on my phone, guys, on my phone. And I'm producing a full-on track. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Full-on. And I mean full live band recording on my phone. Through my keyboard, of course, you know. But, um, yeah. yeah, so... Currently, I'm working on a, a few covers. I'm working on a few originals. And instead of waiting on a studio, or instead of waiting on the money to try and get to a studio, mm -hmm. why not invest in doing the production myself? Because most of the time, how my mind works, I, I can hear the full thing. I can hear everything that I need. So if I can have the resources to put in what I need, then I can do it. In other words, so I'm trying to raise money to get a laptop so I can do that um, on a more excellent scale. Yeah. I'm raising money to buy the laptop as well as to release my first single. Um, I have songs that I want to release and I want to start the process. I want to start the process of releasing the first one. Yeah. In like the very near future, of course, season two of Sound of Your Eye. 
Yeah, and it's amazing. Like you've heard John Mark, you've seen his desire for excellence and how committed he is. So if you would love to see more of what he has to offer, I would say please support. Even if it's just by sharing, letting others know about what he's doing. You know, please yes. go ahead. Every micro make a mucker, every yeah. dime would add up, every dollar would add up, every pound would add up. Every euro would add up. Just yeah. whatever you can donate if you would like to support. So yeah, anything if you want would like to support, you can give to the um funding or the PayPal or if you're in the UK you can I can give you my banking details, you can just send me the money directly. Um put in the reference um what it's about. Yeah. Or you can simply follow my Instagram which is John Stefan Music, which is J O N S T E P H A N Music. Mm -hmm. right all one word um i'm i'm mostly active on instagram but i'm also i also have a facebook page john stefan music as well you can follow those um two platforms and there is soon to be open a youtube page oh yes i'm for it yeah yes. <laughs> get that creativity out and in all ways that you can and um and i want to go back to what you said even mm -hmm. though you may not have the resources that you'd want to have which you which you know will help you to do more you're using what you have now you're using your phone yeah. your piano you are doing yeah. what you can now and i hope you get something from that that wherever you can start just start don't hold back yeah. until things look perfect you know? exactly yeah if you, wait until things, if you wait until things are perfect you will never get anything done mm -hmm. that's one yeah. thing i had to learn let me tell you, that's a fact, that's a given fact, because nothing will be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is always more that you can do with whatever you're doing. Yeah, so true. So do not wait on something is, until something is perfect. Do what you have to the best of your ability. If that is your best, then, then it is excellent as it is, because that's the best you can do, right? <laughs> if that is your best, that is excellent. Yeah. Promise me, if you can remind yourself of that, there's a lot more you would be able to get done and there's a lot more resources that will come to you through your effort, right? Mm -hmm. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. This is, this is the scripture that I, I have been ignoring for a big chunk of my life. It is your gift that opens doors for you. It is a gift that people know about, but then people can't know about it if you don't put something out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you're going to just get up and put everything out there, you know, at whatever level. No, work on your craft. It is important that every creative work on their craft to the best that they can. Work on it, work on it, invest in your craft as best as you can and get it to a level where you can put it out there so that people can see the greatness that is in you and want to see more of it. And if they see that they want to see more of it, and they are not able to get more of it, they, a lot of them will think of, how can I help him so that I can get more of what you hit here? Yeah. Let that be an encouragement to you guys. It's an encouragement to me. It really is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what, just to land the plane a bit, what is your process? Could we get a little bit into your process or your routine of creation? <laughs> Most of the things that I've been doing have been coming from inspiration. If there's no inspiration, I tend to be a bit more laid back mm. and um, procrastinate quite a bit. Okay. And I have been breaking myself out of that. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, I was working on a cover. When the inspiration was strong, I was fully into putting that cover together. But it took a while for me to get there because there were points where I didn't have the inspiration. And because I knew it was a lot of work, I just couldn't be bothered. You know, so, and every creative goes through that process where they're like, oh my gosh, I can't be bothered. It's too much. You know, as, as we British people would say, it's long, man. It's long. You know? Um, but yeah, um, what's my process like? It's always about how much you know and what you want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Never forget what you intend to get out of it. Never forget that. If you intend to get, for example, if I'm going to do a cover and I just want to, just, the image I have in my mind is just me singing over the, in front of the camera, then that's what I'm going to do. But if the image I have in my mind is me singing in front of a camera with a certain sound quality, with a certain, you know, this and that, then for me, the process is about, okay, how can I get there? So my process varies. There are some songs I've written in 10 minutes. There are some songs it takes me five years to write it. Wow. But trust the process. Mm -hmm. For everything, there's a process that you have to understand that not everything is going to go through the same process that the first one went through. You know? There's some things that will take longer and there's some things that will come easily. There's, there's, There's one song in particular that the first verse and the chorus took me like two years to write but when i got to the second verse it took me like five minutes you know so the first verse and the chorus i was re- repeating it in my head for two years and one day i just sat down and be like you know i should try and write a second verse and i sat down five minutes later i had the second verse don't ask me how that happened because <laughs> i can't do it again <laughs> you know but it's, it's just about trusting yourself and immersing yourself into that moment that you are creating. When you are creating, make sure you get rid of distraction because once that moment goes, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It is gone. Yeah. Right? But immerse yourself into that moment. Um, if a song comes to your mind, quickly grab your phone and just sing into the phone that, that, that melody. Another time when you have time to sit down with it, then you can be like, okay, I remember getting this melody. Listen back to the melody and be like, uh, if I can put words to that. You know, for some people, once they have the melody in their head, immediately they can go down and start writing. If you can't do that, record it in your phone. You know, there are many melodies in my phone right now. <laughs> a whole lot of melodies that don't have words in my phone right now that are just waiting on me to just sit down and just kind of think about it. Understand what your, your process is. For some people, they can get it like that. For yeah. some people, they they have the melody first. For some people, they have the words first. For some people, they have the music first. Understand what comes to you first, get that down, and then you begin to build. Whatever that building looks like. Once you know what you want it to sound like, you have that thing, you, you make sure that is secure, then you build around it. And it's okay to change. It's okay to change, but have the general idea of what you need to accomplish it. And then you build on it. Yeah, so good. So what advice would you give to anyone who 
is a creative and they are thinking of or they're planning on moving abroad and hoping to get opportunities there um the grass is not green on the other side yes it is not mm-hmm. there might be more opportunities but it doesn't automatically mean that it will be easier just let that one sink in for a little bit right here in the uk there are much there's so much more opportunities here in the uk but it is not easier than it was in jamaica you still have to go through the process of establishing yourself you still have to go through the process of um learning the industry you still have to go through the process of networking with people you still have to go through the process of 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 um having something to put out there you know you still have to go through the process of perfecting your craft <laughs> right so the grass is not greener on the other side the only thing that's different is that the opportunities are there you still have to work at your craft you still have to be confident in yourself or else people will take you all over the place mm-hmm. right you have to you still have to begin to understand that you are your own individual god created you the way you are remember you are created excellently mm-hmm. in other words whatever it is that you have whatever limitations you have guys i'm wearing hearing aids right now oh wait no you're looking at earphones but i wear hearing aids i wear hearing aids i have a disability for some people who might be hearing it in my speech these are my limitations this used to stop me from being confident in who I am but what you what you begin to understand is that if you look past these limitations and work with what you have Moses kept telling God that he had a stutter but God said who is it that told you that like fam and the one that's speaking to you right and quite frankly Moses had an insecurity problem it was not a stutter because yeah. the bible also said that Moses was well versed in the ways of the kingdom he grew up as a prince so he knew how to speak um diplomatically mm-hmm. he knew how to speak but he had an insecurity problem and god had to address that to say that listen it's not about how you see yourself it is what i can use you to do mm-hmm. right it is not about how you see the external influences but it is the internal influence that has created you to be in your own little circle i have placed you in that circle so that you can be that influence don't try to look for another environment if you cannot even influence the environment that you're in yeah some people are trying to run on a stage but they can't even talk to their friends about Jesus come on right so learn to learn to um be secure in who you are right be secure in, in then you can begin to tell people who you are you can't go on stage telling people oh yo i'm i'm jay flow and i got the flow and you know it's about to go down you can't convince people about that if you do not know who you are yeah 
because now you begin to create a personality in your head that you that you're not even you're not even that person and then you go home to cry yourself to sleep because you feel rejected mm-hmm. is that really j flow you get me so understand that you still have to work on your craft work on your craft work on who you are work on that remember that you are not your craft your identity is not in your craft your craft comes from who you are but you are not your craft work on all those things and and trust and believe you will be a lot better off even growing as a creative Mm -hmm. and remember final thing sorry final thing i will say is that your creativity is the never-ending process of growth okay yeah wow so good so much fire thank you so much for coming on coming on no and more. no problem yeah thank you and just to you know land a plane on this how would you describe moving or traveling abroad in one word journey all right all right (laughs) yes yeah Mm -hmm. i agree when you really think about what journey is it's not about the destination but it's the process of getting there yeah journey oh man so good so thank you so much john mark i no problem Man, I'm sure you got so many good gems from this interview. And if it gave you value, please give us a thumbs up and also go and follow John Mark, see what he's doing, what yes. his projects are, and you know, support in any way you can. As he said, yes. every mickle mecca muckle. Jamaican saying everything adds up to a lot. So thank you so much, John Mark. We look forward no to problem. seeing what you'll do. I'm sure it will be impactful. I look forward to season two of your interview. So, and for you, you. I hope you you enjoyed. I hope you'll have a great day and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much. Bye guys. (laughs) Bye. As she rightly said, I'm a creative. So that's, that's what happens. When you're creative, you become in touch with the other sides of yourself and you're a lot more comfortable with it than normal people would be. So 